Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. I'm excited to be with you as always. And today I'm recording in the Furman Garner Performance Studio here at the wonderful KUAF Studios on School Street in downtown Fayetteville. As you guys know, as as you've listened to this podcast for some time, I partnered up with KUAF a while ago. They gave me so many, I couldn't, they gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. So I had to say yes to Kyle and Lee and the rest of the wonderful team here at KUAF, who basically welcomed me as family. And so we record a lot of our episodes of the podcast here. And so this episode will be no different than any of the others that we've done in this space. And I'm just very eternally grateful to KUAF, to public radio for what it represents here in our country, but especially here in Northwest Arkansas, because, you know, it's 
it's nice to have a radio station that you can call your own. And, and I certainly feel that way with KUAF. And so I'm excited to partner with them. And I'm excited to bring you this episode today. And this episode was one that I've had on my heart to do for a very long time. And you guys know that I like to do episodes that kind of highlight some of the things that make Northwest Arkansas amazing. And while this particular group that we have invited on the podcast, there are children's hospitals all over the country. And I came from Boston and you've heard me talk about Boston and the medical profession in Boston. It's it's on a whole nother level. Beth Israel, Mass General, and I think they've changed their name recently. But And then, of course, Boston Children's Hospital. But we have our own children's hospital right here in Northwest Arkansas. And when I first moved here, that wasn't the case eight years ago. But now they are here and they've got a beautiful facility right off of I-49 in Springdale. So if you're driving driving I-49 north from Fayetteville, you can't miss it if you look to your left. But keep your eyes on the road. But just know that it's over there. And the individual that I invited to come on the program happens to be the senior VP and chief administrator at Children's Hospital. And she and I sat on the board of a wonderful organization for the Soup Sunday event last year. And so I'm excited to bring Shannon Hendricks to the podcast. Shannon, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Excited to be here with you today. Good, good, good. Well, that was a long preamble to introduce you to this audience. And I would love for you just to kind of share, because I've gotten a chance to know you and, and your husband and your and your wonderful son, but I would love for you to introduce yourself to the I Am Northwest Arkansas audience. Tell us a little bit about your background at Children's and, and how you ended up up here from Little Rock. Awesome. So again, I'm Shannon Hendricks and I actually grew up in South Arkansas. So I've been in Arkansas my entire life. I started working at Children's. My journey began there 10 years ago. And what people don't know about me is my background is in nutrition. I'm a registered dietitian. Okay. And so I started at Children's as director of clinical nutrition. So I was responsible for our dietitians, our formula lab. And just as I continued my career, sought out opportunities to advance. I was promoted about four years into a vice president role at Arkansas Children's Hospital in Little Rock. Okay. And then as time went on, there was an opportunity here to lead Arkansas Children's Northwest. We had the person in the previous position, she was retiring. And so had the opportunity to mentor, be mentored by our CEO, Marcy Doderer and Trisha Montague, who was a previous administrator. So I had the opportunity to, they took me under their wing for a year or so and prepared me to transition to this role. So my family and I moved to Northwest Arkansas about three years ago. Wow. It has been a great move for us. My husband is originally from Little Rock and was a little unsure about the move, but he <laughs> did tell me because he is a big Razorback fan that he would consider it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it's been a great move for our family. Just excited to be a part of this community. And you were actually one of the first people I met when we moved here right. working um, on the Soup Sunday Committee. So that's um, right. just, we were welcomed by so many people. Yeah, no, that's exciting. And, and of course, I mean, it's just nice to be able to connect with folks that are really doing some things in the community. And I certainly include you in that number. So I, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come down and talk to us about Children's Hospital and, and all that it entails. Because I think there's, you know, and it, for those of you listening, I was explaining to Shannon why I wanted to do this particular episode. But I've done a couple of other episodes on the healthcare in Northwest Arkansas because Sometimes it is a challenge for some people when they they come from 
one coast or the other to come to Northwest Arkansas, one of their first questions is, am I going to be able to find a doctor? Am I going to be able to find the same quality of medical care that I had in my fill in the blank area Mm -hmm. of the country? And that's a legitimate question. And I think it's important for people to know what their options are. And so that's why I've taken the time to do this episode. We're going to do a few more episodes. We're going to sit down. We've already worked out to sit down with the folks at Mercy Hospital. I'm going to connect with somebody at Washington Regional because I think you need to know what your options Mm -hmm. are and know what's available to you right here in this backyard. But one of the things that really stood out to me was just the fact that when you think of a children's hospital, a lot of times we think of the most critical acute care when kids are really sick, you know, and I think of like kids that are going through with juvenile cancer and, and other issues like that, or juvenile diabetes and, and just major, major healthcare issues. And a lot of times people think that, you know, a children's hospital is just set up for that. But I got to say, children's hospital even does just general emergency care. They offer the full gamut. So I, w- I would love for you I want to start there by sharing some of the, you know, things that Children's Hospital is responsible for doing here in this area and why it's important that we have a Children's Hospital here in Northwest Arkansas. Absolutely. I think what makes us so unique is we are the only pediatric hospital in the state. So we, Arkansas Children's Northwest is part of our Arkansas Children's system. And so that encompasses our hospital here in Springdale. We have a hospital in Little Rock. We also have a research institute. We have a nutrition center. We have a philanthropic arm. And so we have the full gamut. I think also what makes that unique is we shorten it and call ACNW. So I will do that for these purposes. So it is the gateway into our system. And so we have the only emergency department that's pediatric focused. So we source that with pediatric trained physicians. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing that people, again, kind of back to your point, caring for a child is unique. They're not just many adults. And sometimes that's a misconception. (laughs) There are specific equipment needs that are specialized for kids. And our system is really set to fully take care of kids. So not only our physicians, but we also have child life specialists that are specific to children. And kind of, again, back to our system, we also have neonatal care we are ranked in seven different specialties across the system. And so we have everything from the emergency department to we also have primary care. We have specialty services. And you mentioned about juvenile diabetes and cancer. So one of our things when we talk about providing care close to home, so that was the whole premise of actually building ACNW here in Northwest Arkansas is to provide care close to home for the, there's about 200,000 kids that are in this region. We service about a 15-county region. And so being able to provide that care close to home for patients and families to not have the hardship of having to travel outside of the region. So one of the things that we are most proud of is our infusion center here at ACNW. So typically that is for our hematology oncology patients, but there are rheumatology and other infusions. But specifically for our hematology and oncology patients, there was a day recently where we had more than 20 infusions for that particular day. And for me, I think about those are 20 families that did not have to travel outside of our region because they were able to access that care here and be able to go home to their families at night and not have to worry about traveling or siblings at home. And so, again, just being able to offer the high level of care that we can in this area just it's been amazing. 
Yeah. And I, I think, again, people don't think about that and the mm-hmm. impact that it has. And I remember I was just recently at a, um, a Make-A-Wish Foundation event that Danielle Sargent put on, Coach Musselman's wife. And she was, uh, well, Danielle Sargent Musselman, but she basically brought a family in and they told their story. It was the young man that received a Make-A-Wish Foundation wish. And he had, they had discovered cancer at the back of his neck. And he had, they actually had, I think they had to actually bring him to Little Rock, but they were able to treat it and he's in a hundred percent remission. But just telling the story of, you know, having to get in a car and drive down to Little Rock and, you know, what that entailed. And so just the knowledge of having a resource like Children's Hospital right here in Northwest Arkansas makes a huge difference. And so I would love for you just to kind of, I mean, because again, in my experience, has been, and I want people to know this. I have a 13 year old. He's had his fair share of broken bones, <laughs> MI, required MRIs. He plays travel soccer. So he's always all over the place and always getting hurt for one thing or another. But I've been thankful for just the fact of having Children's Hospital because we've been able to go there. I got to be honest with you, prior to you guys opening, I don't know that we had ever gone to an emergency room because I, well, thankfully, none of our kids had had anything major. And typically, most of what they had could be dealt with with their primary care physician. But just having children's accessible and available made a huge difference for us. And you got to admit that the way that kids get treated there, they, it's almost like first class <laughs> from a healthcare perspective, right? I mean, it's just, the experiences that I've had every time my son was there, even like I remember a, a late night visit, one of the first times that we ever went. And I mean, they just I mean, just the level of attention to detail and the care was on a whole nother level. I was like, well, what, what is this? <laughs> you know, let me pinch myself. What, yes. what am I experiencing? And then they provided my son with what everything that he needs. He was in some serious pain at the time because he had he had hurt himself on a bike in a bike accident. And. I mean, they just treated him amazingly and then gave him parting gifts. And I'm like, who does this? Yes. <laughs> you know, but Children's Hospital does. Yes, it's definitely a different experience. I started my career in the adult world yeah. and transitioned to pediatrics. And again, I think the fact that our family centered approach that we take and being able to be creative and think outside of the box and how we take care of our patients and families. We hear that remark a lot about families whose kids want to come to the children's hospital because of the way that they're treated. And if you've ever set foot in our door, we were very intentional in the design. We have so many elements of discovery and delight and natural light. You don't even feel like you're in a hospital. I have a son, too. He's 11. He'll be 12 in a few days. And (laughs) he had a back injury recently from baseball. And so made an appointment in our sports medicine clinic. Well, the physician requested or recommended physical therapy. So we went down to the physical therapy gym and the physical therapist said, well, you should walk through the exercise with him. And she said, well, you can do them at home or you can bring your have your mom bring you here. And he's like, oh, I want to come here. <laughs> I don't want to do these exercises at home. So I mean, I think just the atmosphere that we have been able to create for our patients and families Patient experience is a priority for us. Yeah. And I will say we distribute surveys to our families after they leave us. And pretty typically, especially from the ED, our patient ex- experience scores are close to the 100th percentile. Really? So, yes. Yeah. So 
just amazing work by our teams. When you walk in the door, you feel it from our environmental services person to the person delivering your food all the way up to myself. Just the, again, the atmosphere that we've been able to establish there is something that the families and patients, they remember when they leave. Well, I mean, I, I think it's, it's something that the larger health industry could take note of <laughs> because you guys do it right. I mean, you really do. And, and like I said, even though I know I'm not the patient when I walk in there, I still feel special. I still feel like I'm seen and, and that if I have questions or concerns, it's, it's really impressive what, you know, what I have experienced there. I would love for you just to, you know, in, in general, outside of, I mean, the emergency care that you offer outside of some of the specialty areas, are there any other areas of focus that you offer at Children's Hospital that people may not normally be aware of? I would say outside of our emergency department and primary care is our surgical services. Okay. So we perform a lot of same-day surgeries, so ear tube, simple procedures that dental cases that can be done again same day yeah. and patients can go home. So that's a service that we have focused on recently and continue to grow. And one of the things from a system perspective that we're working on are patients that are in this region, like say in our 15 county region, given them the option if they have previously been seen at Little Rock, but they live here now or would like to get their surgery closer to home. We try to arrange that to happen based on what type of surgical procedure it is. If okay. we have the right resources, we actually do have physicians that travel up from Little Rock. So yeah. for some of our patients that have previously had to travel, we coordinate those visits so they're able to, again, stay close to home and be able to not only have their surgical visits or surgical procedures, but have their follow-up visits here. So, yeah. So it's like, so really even, so Little Rock and even though they're two separate names, they're really, it's one organization, yes, right? Yes, yeah, we are, just, we are one team, one system. Okay. Yes. And, and if ever there's a situation where whoever that particular patient is needs something that's out of Little Rock, you will facilitate that for we them. We can. And so we are from a, we'll talk about trauma designation. So there's different levels. So level one is the highest level. So Arkansas Children's in Little Rock, they are a level one trauma center. We are a level four. So say if we were to get a patient in we that needed a higher level of care, we would stabilize that patient and then either utilize our Angel One team or mm -hmm. our ground ambulance service to transfer them to Little Rock. Okay, so, I got you. Yes. So, and, and, and so trauma, like in terms of how do you determine that a facility has level one versus level four? Is it based on access to certain types of expertise? So there's a, it's a state designation by okay. our, there's an Arkansas trauma system. Mm -hmm. So there are certain guidelines for each level based on the size of your facility, what services you offer, what resources you have. And so for us, since we're a relatively smaller facility, we're designated as level four. I got you. Whereas Arkansas Children's Literoc, so they have a pediatric intensive care unit. Oh, okay. Just a higher, a higher level of care. Yeah. So that's what's so great about us, again, functioning as a system is if there are kids, again, that are hurt or need a higher level of care, they can, you know, become stabilized here and then we can transfer, transfer them for them a higher there. level of care. Yeah. I got you. Okay. So when it comes to, I mean, can you like, kind of talk about, I mean, because again, you guys have, are, are three years old, but you've expanded uh, five years old. I'm sorry. I don't know why. No, you said because you've been, I've here, been three here three years. years. Yes. Yes. So five yes. years old. Yeah. yeah. So can you kind of expand upon 
some of the accomplishments that you've seen, even just in your your tenure in the last three years, that speak to kind of what is to come for Children's Hospital here in Northwest Arkansas? I, I, there's a couple of things. One, I would say our safety journey. For us as an organization, we have four core values, safety, teamwork, compassion, and excellence. Safety, of course, being number one. And one of the things that as an organization, we prioritize the safety of not only our patients and our families, but also our team members. So each morning we have a safety huddle where we discuss just different things within the organization. If there is a patient event that happens, we discuss that in in learnings from that. But one of the things that I'm most proud of is Arkansas Children's Northwest. We have gone more than two years without a serious safety event. Wow. And um, Marcy Doderer, who's our uh, CEO, she sits on a Solutions for Patient Safety, a national safety organization. And she has said that as far as she knows, there's not another organization around the country that has gone that long without a, a serious safety event. In the healthcare so, space. In the healthcare, yeah, yeah okay. pediatric space. So I think that speaks volumes to the dedication and commitment of our team to keeping our patients and families safe. I think other kind of growth initiatives or accomplishments. You know, we opened our doors five years ago, right before COVID. <laughs> and then COVID happened. Timing was everything. Yes, right? timing was everything. <laughs> and just not really sure how we would rebound from COVID. But the of course the demand is here. You know, the population is growing in Northwest Arkansas. We've seen double digit growth every year. Um, yeah. we've opened and that continues to that arrow continues to project forward. And so whenever we first built ACNW, we knew at that point that we would have to expand at some point. Little did we know that we would be embarking on that journey five years in. So we just recently announced a huge expansion project across our system. For us here in Northwest Arkansas, it will be an $82 million project. It'll be a, about 80,000 square foot addition to our hospital. It will allow us to expand the services that we provide to the patients and families in this area. So we'll expand our inpatient capacity, our surgical capacity, our ancillary services. And if you notice, there's a children health and wellness building across the street from the hospital. Currently, our primary care offices are there and we'll be expanding in that area as well to expand our outpatient clinic. So again. And, and when you guys Correct me if I'm wrong, but when the original space was built, mm-hmm. you built with the anticipation that there would be additional growth so that you wouldn't have to necessarily come back and we bring did. the cranes in and start building like that. Well, and yes, and we also built shell space in originally, too. And we within the first three years, we utilized had expanded. It. Yes, wow. we utilized that shell space. And so, again, when designing that building, we knew we would need to expand, not realizing it would happen as quickly. but as we know, this area is growing so quickly. Kind of bursting at the seams almost. Yes, I mean, even, yes. I mean, not really, but because we have space, we have mm-hmm. the opportunity to grow, which a lot of places can't. Like in Boston, there's mm-hmm. no more, there's mm-hmm. no more land, right? Yeah. I mean, so there's, you know, you, you can only go up. Right. And uh, we certainly have options. And you, you know, you have a beautiful campus there mm-hmm. on the west side of Springdale. Mm-hmm. We sit on about 37 acres. Yeah, that's a lot of space. So there's there's room for even for I can only imagine what it will be like when and I'm sure you guys, when you look at the numbers, we're supposed to be a million people by Mm -hmm. 2045. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine what the footprint of 
Children's Hospital will look like at mm-hmm. that point in time down the road. So Yes, we have a strategy team uh, that we're continually as an organization or as a system looking at the growth projections, not only here in Northwest Arkansas, but around the state and really trying to assess where to continue our growth. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's exciting. Yeah. Can you talk just a little bit about, you know, kind of the impact of the pandemic on pediatric care here in Northwest Arkansas and beyond? I mean, I'm assuming that these this these last three years that we all just came out of mm-hmm. was, I mean, it took its toll on all of us. It did. How did it impact pediatric care specifically? And did it change maybe the way you do certain things? Absolutely. So, you know, I think when COVID first started, it's, you know, you've heard the analogy, building the plane while you're flying the plane. Right. I think we all felt that. Yeah. And I think fortunately for kids, initially were not impacted as greatly as adults as it relates to hospitalizations related sure. to COVID. I think for us, one of the biggest thing challenges for us were staffing because we had team members that were trying to manage being present for patient care, but also being present for their families and kids, you know, as we sent kids home. So trying to juggle that balancing act of being there for our patients, but also being there for our families. Also in the height of COVID related to staffing, a lot of people left the medical field altogether. Totally. And so that really put a strain on our nursing resources. And we were having to spend exponential amount of money just to ensure that we had frontline nurses to be able to take care of our patients. That means like hiring traveling nurses. Yes. And And at the height of, uh, yeah, at the height of COVID, just the cost involved with that, again, that was probably kind of our, one of our biggest challenges through COVID was just staffing, ensuring that we were able to have an adequate staff and then also the supply chain. Yeah. I I think we've all been dealing with that. Um, And there's, (laughs) I mean, there's still, Challenges. We're still feeling, yeah, the effects <laughs> of supply chain. So I think for us between staffing and supply chain, of course, you know, we're on the backside of COVID. Staffing has improved greatly. Yeah. Um, I will say from a staffing. Are you still hiring? We are always hiring. Always, uh, always hiring. Always a hiring. Always hiring. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. But from a traveler standpoint, we actually, this time last year, we probably still had about 40 travelers. Okay. We have one in our building right now. So our human resource team, they have done an amazing job from a recruitment standpoint. Yeah. It's just exciting just to be able to pull from resources locally uh, and have members on our team. And I mean, all kinds of allied health positions have opened up. I mean, but if you look at the numbers, allied health is one of the biggest areas that have open positions Mm -hmm. available, you Mm -hmm. know? And so I think of some of the programs that are here that are really trying to make inroads in that area. I think it's, you know, people that might be listening to this that are in the allied health field or arena, come to Northwest Arkansas. There's plenty of opportunities for you here. Absolutely. Yes. And and we've been able to partner with so many organizations in the community, NWAG, NWTI, the nursing, the local nursing school. So all have been great partners in trying to recruit team members. So Dr. Dennis Riddle, who is the president of NWAC, Mm -hmm. sat in the same seat that you're sitting in. And he said the very same thing about you guys. Oh, wow. Yes. How how great it was to partner up with Mm -hmm. a lot of the local healthcare organizations and that he just felt like between what you're doing and what NWAC is doing, it's kind of a really symbiotic relationship that Mm -hmm. exists there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So tell me, I would love to know what are some common misconceptions about pediatric health care? that people have in this day and age when dealing with kids and 
healthcare issues and challenges. So. Yeah, I think one of the things is, is people think that kids are just many adults and they're not. Right. I mean, kids are unique people that have unique needs from equipment, resources, blood pressure cuffs, like all types of things are are just so different when treating a child. And specifically, we have pediatric trained clinicians. So our emergency department physicians are pediatric trained. Of course, we employ pediatricians. We have child life specialists. And if you're not familiar with that role, a child life specialist, they really walk alongside kids and family, especially if there is a difficult diagnosis. Yeah. They they interpret that through play with the child to help them understand of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so that's a unique service that you wouldn't get in adult facility that's only in a pediatric hospital. I understand. So that is really one of the programs too when you asked me a question about being most proud of, we have what we call adaptive care plans now. So our child life specialists work directly with families with kids who may have sensory issues yep. or may need special accommodations when they come to our hospital. So our child life specialist actually works with the family ahead of time, ahead of their visit and finds out exactly what their child needs. So when they come into our doors, it's a more pleasant experience. So yeah. I think just... The way that we are able to approach care is unique and creative. We get to think outside of the box. And again, I think that goes back to our patient experience scores and how we're able to really provide that welcoming environment for patients and families. Sure, sure. Well, since you mentioned sensory issues, has have you found that? Are you guys able to address like mental health issues that kids are, are struggling with? Yes. Yeah, so when you talk about COVID, there was a significant increase in mental health issues across the country, right. in both adults and kids. Yep. And at the time, we did see an increase in behavioral health patients that presented to our emergency department. And I will say Northwest Arkansas, we have great partners with Arista Health and Springwoods and when we have patients that present to our ED, our emergency department, we are able to transfer those patients to the appropriate resource because the hospital is not always the best resource yeah. for those patients. And there's been a lot of great work in this community with partnerships with Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Northwest Council, and with our EMS team from Fayetteville all the way to Bella Vista. And I know there's some, they've been implementing some social workers like within the community to help with some of the 911 calls that sure. are that may come into dispatch but from a pediatric perspective we have had great success with being able to stabilize the patients that we see and get them transferred to appropriate resources get which help, is the goal the they, yes, yeah absolutely yeah. you always want to get the help that they need absolutely so, yeah no yeah. that makes sense mm-hmm. well you know i mean Shannon you 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 come across as that you have it all put together <laughs> Right. And, 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 I, and I'm saying that because I know you and I've interacted with you on multiple levels and on projects and what have you. But I would love for you to kind of speak to the the leadership and management style. Um, how do you approach leadership, especially in healthcare setting where decisions can be so impactful? Mm-hmm. How has that played a role in how you lead? So I think a couple of things. One, if you think about us as a hospital system, when we make Big decisions, especially around expansion and what services we're going to provide. That is a collective decision from our executive team. And, you know, when you think about day to day, as far as looking at ACNW and the culture that I've been able to create, 
I think one of the unique things about being in a pediatric institution or hospital is everyone is there for the same purpose. Yeah, I've never worked for an organization that I've seen everyone that is so committed to the mission and vision of an organization. So I think attracting the right people. But for me, I like to say that I feel like I'm an inspiring leader. Um, when you think about, I guess, the formal leadership terms, um, I feel like that I'm more of a servant. I have a, le- a servant leadership style. Yep. I want to inspire my team to be successful. I want to support them. And, you know, we make decisions as a team. Yeah. And I also, one of the things when I first started in this role, and I learned this a long time ago when I started my journey in leadership, is people want to know you. They want to know who you are. And for me, I try to be as authentic as I can. And so I feel like that goes a long way with people and just, again, knowing their names and their families. And and so when I first started this role, I spent a lot of time rounding and getting to know the teams. And my teams will tell you, if you walk down the hall, my door is always open if, unless I'm on a call. So I welcome people in if they want to just pop their head in and say hello and just creating that approachable environment that team members feel like they can voice. They have a voice. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think that's important when you talk about leadership is just the team feeling like they are heard and also recognizing if a decision is made that maybe they disagree with that they understand the why. Yeah. Yeah. And that there is a place and a platform to e- even have the conversation. Absolutely. So that, that really goes a long way. So it does. We have employee engagement surveys every year, as I'm sure most companies do. And the engagement level of our team here is pretty high. So so your just, glass door rating is through the roof, right? Yeah. Pun intended. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. That's, that's awesome. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So I want to talk about there's one aspect that I, I haven't brought up yet. Mm-hmm. And and I look at one of the, the through lines or themes that I find in a lot of my podcast episodes when talking about different people and different businesses and organizations is the overall giving environment of Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And whenever I go to Children's Hospital and I look at the names that are inscribed or memorialized in the sense of as a way of saying thank you for the and with gratitude for whatever investment that they have made and in Children's Hospital, what would you say specifically to how the philanthropic community has met the needs of Children's Hospital, especially here in Northwest Arkansas? I mean, I know that it happens in other places yeah. too, but how would you speak to that? I don't even know that I can put that into words, but I get emotional thinking about it. So when we first set out to build ACNW here, we had a philanthropic goal of $70 million. Mm-hmm. We exceeded that. We started out with $100 million. Wow. And you speak of walking to our doors. We have so much support not only in Northwest Arkansas, but around the state, around the country. And it's has blown me away just to see the amount of support and the support that continues to, to come in. So yeah. we just recently announced a $25 million gift from the Pat and Willard Walker family. Wow. Our campus is now the Pat Walker campus because okay. of that donation. Part of that donation, $12.5 million will go towards our expansion plan, and then $12.5 will be put in an endowment. And again, we could not do what we do if it wasn't for the support that we receive from this community. You talk about your son receiving a gift when he left. I mean, 
We have gifts that we provide to patients when they're in our doors. If a family needs a meal, we're able to provide that if they can afford to purchase the meal. You know, we talk about the hardships of families having to travel to Little Rock or outside of the region. We assist with those needs. So there are so many things that we are able to do for families because of the support that we receive from the community. So we recently had a, a young man who was here from Guatemala. And he was 17 years old and was here with his family, but still had family back in Guatemala and was diagnosed with cancer and Mm. wanted to go back home to spend his last days with his family there. And so we were able to arrange an interpreter for this child and for someone to be able to fly home with him. And so things like that is like. That's that's my why we sure. were able to make that happen for families. Wow. Yeah, I, I love hearing stories like that. And and to me, it's like those are the unrecorded episodes, right, mm-hmm. that make what you do so special. Right. And part of your why, mm-hmm. you know, why you get up every day and, and, and make that commute from your home to the office each and, and every day. Are there any personal insights or things that have really impacted you outside of what we just talked about? That just make, you know, it's hard for for people to capture the essence of what a place is about if they haven't experienced Mm -hmm. it. But what for you, just share like one anecdotal personal insight that has really impacted you based on your time with ACNW, both in Little Rock Mm -hmm. and now here in your capacity Mm -hmm. as as the leader that you are for this wonderful organization. Oh, man, I have so many stories. But one that sticks out to me actually happened several years ago, pre-COVID. So one of the things that we as an organization, we do, we have a Festival of Stars event where this is for anyone. The community can bring toys to both here and Little Rock. So at the time I was in Little Rock and we set up a snowflake shop. It is like you are work, walking into Toys R Us exploded Mm -hmm. and families who children will be in the hospital during Christmas, they are able to come over and shop for not only their child, but their sibling. Wow. And we have this snowflake shop set up every year. And after they pick out their gifts, we actually wrap them and they're able to take them back to their families. And so one particular year, there was a family that was visiting here from Mexico when their child became ill, and they had three or four other kids with them, and they came over to shop with their family. And as they were leaving, I mean, they were they just had tears because they were like, we're here from Mexico. We did not know how we were going to provide for our child or have Christmas, but because of you, we were able to do that. So. Yeah. Again, that's a small thing in the in, you know, in light of what they were going through. But again, just the fact that we're able to wrap our hands around families and help them be successful is, again, it's something that is very impactful to me on a daily basis. Wow. I love that. I love hearing stories like that. And again, it's 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 what you know, you, you other there are other hospitals out there, other children's hospitals that are doing that, obviously. But I mean, just to see it happening right here in our own backyard, mm-hmm. I think it's it's important for us to know that, right, mm-hmm. and to know that it's available. And 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 for some of you that are listening to this, you ride up and down I forty nine, and you've ridden by this property mm-hmm. multiple times. Maybe you didn't know what it was, or maybe you said, "I don't have kids, so I don't." You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's just not going to impact me, but it does impact you because. You're around people that have kids and just having the kind of resource that ACNW represents right in this area is huge. 
And I think it can be lost on some of you until you've had kids, until Mm -hmm. you've had to head to that emergency room at 11 o'clock on a Sunday night, only to leave at 3.30 in the morning, but not under the level of stress that you might expect Mm -hmm. with that kind of experience just because of how you were treated. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, and you talk about the people in the community. I didn't hit on our volunteers. So we, when you talk about involvement and how you can get involved, we have over 200 volunteers okay. just here at ACNW, and our volunteers do all types of tasks from helping out in our gift shop to driving our golf cart to greeting patients in the ED and on our surgery floor. And so there are definitely opportunities to get involved at ACNW. But also, I tell people, I think spending a day in a children's hospital will totally change your perspective of life. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can attest to that. Yes, yeah, I'm a so, witness. Yeah, so you talk about that. So. I think totally, uh, again, changes your perspective and your outlook. Makes no. you really appreciate the smaller things. I love that. What's the website for Children's Hospital here in Northwest Arkansas? So it's archildrens.org. Okay. And then you have the option to click on where you want to go, whether it's Arkansas Children's Literoc, Arkansas Children's Northwest, or if you want to find out about our research, our philanthropic foundation. So, yeah, our but you can just go to our main site, archildrens.org. Okay. Yeah. And you guys are always open for new alliances and relationships with local organizations. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay, yes. good. Yes. I just I just want anyone anyone <laughs> listening that has thought about it, you need to connect with Shannon and you need to say, hey, we want to partner up with uh, ACNW and, you know, just kind of share in some of the amazing work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I, I personally, as a father to a son that has spent <laughs> Several hours mm-hmm. and a couple of uh, little minor surgeries up there at ACNW. I want to say thank you personally. And I know other families that have had the same experience that mm-hmm. I, I have feel the same way. But I just want to thank you for that. Thank you yeah. for your leadership excellence and all that you continue to do. And we look forward to standing on the sidelines and, and watching as you continue to grow this facility. And, and also as we see it expand and become even more to this area than it already is, which mm-hmm. is a lot. Absolutely. So, yes. I mean, so exciting that, times ahead. <laughs> it, it, very, very exciting times ahead. Yeah. And, and uh, we're expecting nothing but the best from you, Shannon, and the rest of your team at Arkansas Children's Hospital. So thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. On the me. podcast today. Yeah. Any last word that you want to share before we close out? So I talked about volunteers. Yes, you did. Talked about the Festival of Stars. So that is coming up. So we'd love for toy donations. and. I guess my parting words would be, I love Arkansas Children's Northwest. We are a pediatric-focused hospital. I would not imagine taking my child anywhere else. <laughs> he, Luckily, we have not had to uh, go to the emergency department, but he, we use Arkansas Children for our primary care and any other needs. So, um, again, we have primary care, emergency department, surgical services. So, Everything, again, we are it's, open it's, for business. It's all in the house. Love, <laughs> yes, we'd love to have you visit us if you have a need. So. Absolutely. Well, don't create a need I said if, to go visit. I said yes, if you if, have a need. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> yes. we want to qualify that. But yeah. if you never have to step foot into Arkansas Children's Hospital, that's a great thing because there are plenty of others that do have to step foot in there. And certainly we appreciate all the wonderful work that you're doing. Again, that the rest of your staff is doing. And we'll make sure that everybody gets all of your contact information and information to connect with Arkansas Children's. It's archildrens.org. And again, if you have, if you are dealing with a local pediatrician, primary care physician here in Northwest Arkansas, tell them that yeah, that if they've encouraged you to get some type of thing done, 
to whatever, you know, tell them that you want to be referred to children's Absolutely, and yes. uh, and they, they'll take good care yes, of you. Yes, so we have great partnerships with the pediatricians in the area and, and they know how to refer to us. Yes, so. <laughs> for sure. There you go. Yes. Well, you heard it here first. So uh, Shannon Hendricks, thank you so much. Thank you. For joining us today on this episode of the podcast. Happy to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, there you have it. Another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I hope you enjoyed this particular episode. We're going to do more like this where we we talk about specific topics and issues and and healthcare is a major topic here in this area. And so just like we talk about business, we want to talk about healthcare because, again, our focus here at I Am Northwest Arkansas is the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship and life here in the Ozarks. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. Remember, this episode comes out every Monday, rain or shine. Check me out at randy at IamNorthwestArkansas.com. If you ever have any questions, you can always send us an email and uh, I'll be more than happy to get right back to you. But I appreciate each and every one of you that are part of the I Am Northwest Arkansas tribe. Keep listening. Keep sharing this podcast. And we'll see you back here next week with another new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.